Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Black Shirt Breakdown. My name is Steve Mark. I'm a staff writer at Inside Nebraska with Rivals, and that over there is Jay Foreman, our NFL veteran and former Nebraska Black Shirt. Uh, Jay, another tough one for Husker fans to swallow. Thirteen to ten uh, loss at home to Maryland. The Terps uh, walked off the Huskers with the 24, 25 yard field goal at the very end. Um, just another disappointing performance from the from the offense. The defense did its thing once again, and we'll we'll detail that in a in a few plays here in a second. But uh, Jay, overall, um, you know, it's not really looking great for for the Huskers. Uh, you know, the loss drops them to five and five overall, three and four in the Big Ten West. Now, the thing about the Big Ten West is it's, it's everybody's kind of playing at the same level here. Um, Nebraska <laughs> is tied for second in the Big Ten West with that three and four conference record northwestern is three and four wisconsin is three and four illinois is three and four minnesota is three and four so there is still some stuff to happen um believe it or not at the end of this um thing and and now uh nebraska is facing a uh road game night road game under the lights in madison wisconsin 6 30 uh kick uh, on saturday and and um the vibe in madison is is kind of weird but we can save that talk for for the end of this thing but uh jay uh, first of all, the Maryland game. What what were your overall thoughts um, coming out of that one? Uh, I mean, obviously, I felt like they're you know the turnovers is is the known. Obviously, that's not. I mean, that, there's no positive for there. I mean, it's kind of you know I wouldn't say par for the course, but you just five turnovers. That's hard to even be. Yeah, it's commendable to be in the game. You know, especially mm-hmm. with a high octane offense like Maryland. So I think the defense played you know, good enough to win. They forced three turnovers, Um, mm-hmm. even though I'd probably like to say that they think that they could have played better on third down, right? And, you know, he gave a one a real huge explosive pass play and then kind of wiltered it late. But yeah, special teams, I felt like that was a win. I felt like uh, defense was a win. So, you know, it really comes down to the turnovers and the execution and, and in some crucial spots. So, look, when I, when I, you could talk about the offense, turn the ball over, but this is, in my opinion, the best – two weeks stretch that the offensive line has had right to play. I think they, you know, as far as especially run blocking conventionally, I felt like they were good. I felt like the holes were there. I felt like Emma Johnson hit it good. I think Fleeks Mm -hmm. did his thing. Um, I even like when Sims came in and ran the quarterback draw, you saw some good push there. And, uh, you know, in Maryland defensive line wise, it has been improved. And then their defensive scheme is very high risk, high reward. So they're, they were going to try to like time up some things and get tackles for losses. So, Mm-hmm. Getting on guys and moving, it was good. And pass protection was good. You know, there was one point, I think it was Jeff Sims was in there. He looked like he went to like his eighth option, then decided to run it like, you know, for four or five yards. So that lets yeah. you know that the the protection was there. Um, And so those are the positive things that you can take out of it and you can focus on those. But you really got to – there's two weeks left. And in, in the most important week is this week, Wisconsin week, on the road. Mm-hmm some injuries at quarterback, you got to find a way to get to that six wins. You know, you need to, people th- still talking about the big 10 West and being right second. The most important thing Nebraska needs to do is get six in that win column. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll help the program. It'll help the kids. Um, and it'll be, it'll mean a lot, you know, and, and through some tough circumstances this season where a ton of injuries, uh, new, new regime, um, some things that they probably predicted and hoped to, you know, to do well that they haven't been able to do at least on a consistency uh, basis as much as they'd like. And so being able to somehow, some way gut out six wins 
would be an accomplishment for them. So they got two go, they got two go, two more go at it. And and the most important is here going on the road to Wisconsin, learn some things maybe that you didn't do well on the road at Michigan state because playing on the road is different and embrace the moment and go up there and uh, play your best game and then win. Embracing the moment. Ty Robinson embraced the moment on Saturday. I thought Ty Robinson was everywhere on, on that Husker defensive front. And that's where we start off with our highlights here. Um, we're going to highlight him in my uh, little yellow circle right here. But uh, Jay, mm. Ty Robinson, seven tackles, one and a half tackles for loss. He got his hand on two passes even right. um, when, it, when he couldn't get to the quarterback. So what did you think of Ty Robinson's performance as we go through this one? Well, this is the type of performance that you, you know, everybody wanted to see out of Ty for a consistent, on a, consistently on a, you know, a consistent basis. So right here, it starts with his get off. He's a big old strong kid right there, right? Look, he just yep. blows right. Look how much he he just blew that center back up in the and then he just nothing he could do. Watch this right here. Just knocks him back and he's a great athlete to where, you know, he can, you know, get a you know, get down the line and make a tackle. Then it's also a really good job right here by Buford, who's just coming back, you know, from yep. his you know, right here, right here. He crack replaced. He blows up and kind of gets a good uh, play there against the tight end sets the edge. So then it allows a guy that's really, you know, did the work early in the play, you get the payoff. And, and, you know, even if Ty didn't make that play and say Buford did Ty made that play, you know, even mm -hmm. though, you know, so, you know, Ty got, you know, reaped his reward there, uh, by his early work here, right. A little bit of an inside move. He does a good job of slanting and then keeping his pad square. And then he does a good job of tracing it down the line of scrimmage and a good job by Buford right there. Both of them, uh, you know, combined for that tackle for loss. And you had Nick Heinrich right there as well. So, you know, you see a lot more guys around the ball when you have a defensive player like Ty Robinson, uh, you know, blowing, the, you know, blowing a hole in the middle of the defense. And so that's what you expect from him. That's what we wanted from him. And he's starting to come on now the last few weeks. He's been a lot more active. And when you talked about batting two balls, that's showing the, you know, the mm -hmm. situational awareness, right? So if you're getting double team, you can't get there. That lets you know he, he has enough, uh, you know, defensive game plan knowledge and know where the ball might come out to get his, you know, he's six foot five to get his hands on the ball yep. and be uh, effective. And and he can be uh, quite, quite the force uh, when he, when he's playing like this. Talking about a force, let's go to Nash Hutmacher on this next play. So this was that fourth and one deep in Husker territory on the 16, 17 yard line. It looks like, um, look, Nash just stands up this center, walks him back and runs it right into the running back's path. Yeah, I mean, when they, when they came out and it looked like they were going to actually run the ball, it's disrespectful anyways. You know, did the Jude even think you're, you're on the 16-yard line? I don't care what – you got a kicker. I mean, this is about the same yard line you kicked the game-winning field goal on. So that's disrespectful. Yeah. And, and, the, and the fact that you ran the ball it was even more disrespectful. But you watch Nash right here, right? Look at this power, right? Good leverage. Look at him, his, you know, his hat. And then his good extension right there, run, walking back in the backfield. Mm -hmm. square pads right you got tommy hill coming free and i think that's uh javen right in there so yes. you it's all set up there by nash and he had a one-on-one -on -one block there uh that he destroyed and make the play so this is a phenomenal play by him this is what you've seen on a more consistent basis from him right consistent mm -hmm. play i think is attacking the offseason on conditioning all with coach coleman and the, the plan that they had set for them and then plus this you know you know this this defensive scheme and Tony White has done a good great great job along with Terrence Knighton and the, the whole defensive staff of finding ways to accentuate his strengths and Nash is playing with a ton of confidence here I mean look at this right here I mean it's this is what you want to see 
right? This is how Javon Wright's able to come in free, you know, yeah. where the double team's not able to come off, you know, and so Nash is there. He didn't try to, you know, do too much. He did his job, stayed in his gap, and then allowed Tommy Hill to come in there and, and uh, clean up the mess or help clean up the mess and Javon Wright too. But the play was made by Nash. That's a really impressive play to walk a center back yep. two, three yards and make the play at the point of contact on fourth down. It's a big play in the game, momentum changing play. Uh, and, you know, Nash deserves all the credit because he's really worked hard at it. And you're happy for somebody that's able to find a role um, and improve their play and then also then go out there and do it week in and week out. He's, he, you know, Minnesota game, people thought like, oh, that was a little bit of luck, right? Now then you start to see, you know, uh, uh, you know, the couple games, uh, non-conference games, he made some plays. Colorado made some plays. So now it's just like every week he's making plays. Mm-hmm. and uh you know this is a big one right here so i like it because you know good players make plays when you need it fourth and one uh you gotta you know roll through that offensive lineman and then make the play now another guy that's uh flashed on the defensive front we'll go one more defensive fl- uh, front highlight here um jamari butler jamari butler um he finished his day with three tackles one and a half tackles for loss and i really really liked this play from him um uh, just before halftime um, got, got a stunt going with the, with the tackles going out, the ends coming in and just ran right into the, it was a good defensive call. I think, uh, obviously for the play. Yeah. Jamari's he's, he's really came on this year. I think he leads mm-hmm. the team in sacks and he's, he's, you know, in the first couple of weeks, I think he was a little banged up. So he's really been on a heater here since he stepped on the field. He gives you position flexibility because he's been able to play inside and outside, but it's good yeah. right there where you're able to do some stunts with him. And I think that was with him and Judy, but the best thing he did right here is sell it up field, right? This is good coaching right here, right? You sell it up field. And then when you come in, you have to have your eyes up, right? You have to have your eyes up and let it, let the mesh. And then he keeps his pad square. See that right there, instead of getting down the line and the guy be able to cut behind him. And then also by having his pad square, he's able to make a heads up tackle here against a pretty good running back, a thousand yard runner in the big 10 and Hemby. Mm-hmm. and uh and it's his plays to make it's kind of a trap block in here and so it's a really good scheme and and call against um you know this type of run play and but it, you know you got to make those plays because once you're kind of schemed up you gotta you gotta it's gotta pay off for you so it, it's a good job here by judy coming out and, and kind of eating up two guys and leaving yep. 74 where he's lost in translation where he missed not only gifford coming in late missed butler first but i think it's a really good job right here stay square square up, make a tackle from him against a really good back there. And the Gifford was able to come in there and kind of jump on the pile. So, you know, Jamari's been a bright spot, you know, in my opinion, I think he's, you know, he's provided outside pass rush. He plays with good effort. Um, He's a ascending player and he's only going to get better just because of the simple fact that he's starting to get the reps. Maybe he thought that he could have, should have got last year, but circumstances were different, but this year, you know, where he's came from, right. You got to think he jumped in the portal, you know, really, Mm -hmm. you know, didn't really have a reason to, but just did it. And, you know, they sat, sat down with him and saw the potential of him. They didn't have a lot of tape on him, right? But mm-hmm. you, when he walks in the room, you see a kid 6'4", 235, 240 yeah. that can run, aggressive, wants to be good, shows you different uh, position flexibility. And then next thing you know, he dives into it, right? And uh, he becomes one of the guys on the team that's, uh, you know, pretty trustworthy. So it's a really good play right here. Now, you mentioned earlier in this video uh, the work that Donovan Riola has done with the offensive line. Uh, I thought, I you know, you, you uh, gave the O-line a shout-out for their play. 
uh, in the game. Um, just what, what did you see from the guys up front? Because, uh, Evan, Evan, or Emmett Johnson, excuse me, had some, had some lanes to run through on Saturday. And I thought the offensive line, the guys in front of him, the tight ends did a really nice job. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think, you know, the easy excuse when you look at it, you know, from the past is the offensive line. I think they consistently have, have done a better job of getting on guys. And you see that right here. Right. And then you got a back like Emmett Johnson, I think, is getting confident every week and look yeah. at him cutting back there. It, you know, you didn't see that before where he would just be more of a straight line. So you see it right here. Right. I think they look they're, they're getting off the ball. Right? You know, a couple of years ago, they were just walking off the ball. Look, They're getting off the ball, trying to create a surge. Uh, guys know where they're going. Right. And a good double team there by. Um, ben Hart and Lindenmeyer got a yeah, good one. Yeah, did a good job. And you see Lindenmeyer coming off. He's part of the offensive line to kind of peel back and get that little pipsqueak out of there. Yeah. And a good job by, you know, Emmett Johnson hitting hitting the right hole, right? So when you see it right here, this is what you want, right? Coming off the ball, Nuri's kind of doubling where it was Scott. Scott's doing a good job. Everybody's kind of washing him down. Mm -hmm. And Emmett Johnson is – there's enough stalemates and stuff like that where he knows where to hit it right on that crease. Then get outside. Good job right here by making two, three, two guys miss. And then this is where, you know, Emma Johnson's really gotten a lot of confidence right here. Kind of wiped them off right there. Get upfield, stick it up there and get yards after contact while yes. securing the ball. And so, um, you know, his success is definitely, you know, right along, you know, goes right along with this offensive line where they're coming off the ball. Teddy Prohaska getting some punch right there. Justin Evan Jenkins getting a stalemate. Ben Scott getting a stalemate, right? You know, you got to think Ben Scott's dude had to get off of his block and make the play 20 yards down the field, 29 yards down the field. Mm -hmm. But he has a hard job. He's got to he's got to snap the ball and then win one on one. Right. That's a win right there because it's coming right off of his butt. Then right off of Bryce Benhart's butt right there. I think he almost got a pancake there, but Waldemar Murray gets a piece. Murray gets a piece getting away. So, and, and so this is good right here when you watch this. Right. You can't complain about this right here. Surging off the ball or trying to surge. Bryce Benhart, double team with Linda Meyer. Good timing here on mm. Linda Meyer's part, right? You see a little bit of movement, yeah. right? Look at Bryce Benhart leaning on him there. Look, Emmett Johnson right there coming through there. Good finish there by Nuri. Two mm -hmm. guys running, like two two trains in the night collide. And then right here, good job but right there, right? Good job by uh, Malachi getting a little, little piece right there and getting you some. Really good. I mean, you can't complain about that. That's a... That's a well-earned in six minutes left in the game, 29-yard run. Good blocking, good effort there by Malachi to try to get you some right there. Good job by Nuri trying to get downfield. I mean, so you're seeing an improvement, and I think, you know, Donovan Rayola, you know, especially doing it on the like the like on the pivot, right, where mm -hmm. kind of get thrown in there. You know, you got a couple guys, you got starters out, and these guys that came in very quickly and gelled. Yeah, and this is another one that I wanted to – to show from Emmett Johnson. This is an excellent finish where he just kept those legs going, um, but also just a more good push from up front, big boys. Yeah, it's the second quarter here. It's time to go get it. And uh, they're coming off the ball right here. Good job right there. Scott. Looked at Scott and uh, Bryce Benhart and Nuri mm -hmm. did a good job of kind of trying to come in here and trying to, like, the double team was good. Look at, you know, Bryce right there. You're kind of trying to double scoop this guy right here. Yeah. And Bryce overtakes him. And then Nuri's trying to get up to the second level. Mm -hmm. And he gets held right there. That's that's defensive holding. Actually, the yeah. referee missed that. But then, um, you know, Bryce Brenhard has been leaning on the guy. They look at all the linemen have somebody that they're leaning on. Justin Evan Jenkins driving. Scott's driving. Um, uh, was that Teddy Prochaska's driving mm -hmm. on to these guys? You got uh, was that Bullock up at the, or the Ty Han up there? Yeah. Uh, Jalen Lloyd was getting in there and trying to get busy too. So I mean, I think the 
the intention and, and, and the effort is there. Look, I mean, look at this right here, right? They, right, coming off the ball right here. Good, right? You see, Justin, they're trying to get a bump right there on number seven, right? Okay. See, and, and then he's coming up. See that, that little yeah. bump right there? Yeah. And Ben Scott's right there. Ben Scott's got the hardest job, right? Good cut there. Good job by Justin Evan Jenkins getting on 44. Good job by Bryce just staying on him, right? Good enough, you're right, to make him miss a tackle. Mm-hmm. And then I like the Emmett Johnson, like you said, running behind your pads with some power. Yeah. Jalen Lloyd getting in there. You probably get to get your pads down there, young man. This ain't high school no more, right? Yeah, he kind of got uh, in it. That's all right. You know, he's a yeah. learner person. Yeah, he's, he he's fighting. He's yeah, he got thrown out the club a little bit. Didn't have a mm-hmm. fake ID. But what I like to see is bodies on the ground. Nebraska mm-hmm. guys finishing. Look, even you got uh, Borkature right there starting to, to the echo the whistle. These are building blocks that you need right here, right? So mm-hmm. just watch it right here. Jalen Lloyd, good. Borkature, backside, finish, right? Look at mm-hmm. him, finish. Find your guy, finish, right? You would like them to see him a little bit more on it and still get a little, little push in there and, and just let them know. But a uh, good job there. Probably need to be a little bit more of a bump there. But that's a good – I mean, this is a physical game here. So mm-hmm. second quarter, you know, so you go and and, and get the, the the initial bump here by Justin Evans Jenkins to help Teddy Prohaska, right? Mm-hmm. And you got uh, 44 right here on 19, a good one-on-one block, right? Good stock yeah. block. Look at that right there. See that right? Richard Lindemeyer is right there getting a the good leg drive. Justin Evan Jenkins is getting under the pads of 44, trying to find his guy, right? Bryce Benhart has a hard job trying to keep five off of there, right? Mm-hmm. And But he's still leaning on him. So that's a six, seven, eight-yard gain. That's what you want right there on first down. And then Emmett Johnson is doing, what he, doing a good job of securing yes. the ball and then, uh, you know, uh, getting some extra yards. So that, that's what you want in a, out of a run play. Good job there by the offensive line. Good job by, you know, the tight ends and the receivers and obviously the running back. So, um, you know, we're going to have to talk about this next play. This will be the last one that we're going to uh, detail here. It's that third down, um, third and goal play from Maryland's seven-yard line. A lot of people wanted, a lot of fans wouldn't, wanted uh, Marcus Satterfield to call a run play and just, you know, run it. If you don't get the, if you don't get in the end zone, just kick a field goal, go up 13-10 and put your excellent defense out on the field. Um, a lot of people who were maybe okay with throwing a pass here just wanted a little bit more effort from Billy Kemp and Malachi Coleman. And obviously, just kind of a better throw um, from Chubb Purdy. But so, Jay, everybody is kind of talking about this play. What did, What are your yeah. uh, thoughts on it? Yeah. What 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 do you see here? Should first of yeah. all, should Marcus Satterfield have called a run in this situation? I mean, I, that's a tough call. Say, yeah, it's a tough. I mean, look, he's offensive coordinator. He's getting paid to make the call that he wanted, right? And so, sure, after it didn't work, you'd like to see a run play. That's easy. Yeah um hindsight's 2020 yeah sure i mean i guess you you could always say yeah you, you know should you call the run play okay that's fine but i like to look at factual things right and okay he I, i'm a big believer the play was called can we execute it so what this is called right here this is called a china route right if you go back to the beginning very still shot right here it's called a china route so what happens is it's a corner with the end cut right mm-hmm so it might be, you know, so the number three Billy Kemp is supposed to be running all the way up to where that end is right there, the little triangle up there, the tip of the end, yeah. and be where the ball is supposed to go between there and the pylon. And then Malachi Coleman is running the end route, right? Mm-hmm. And that looks like it, it was going to Malachi, but what, what, what the problem was is that the – you see where Billy Kemp is? Yeah. The seven cut is going up there by the top of the end. Look where he's at at the bottom. Bottom of the end. Yeah. 
So you want to throw that to the pylon because, you know, what happens is if it doesn't go in, then you kick the field goal anyways. Mm-hmm. So then you look at the then you look at the the in route right here, right? The China route, too long to too long. You cut too long right there. Too it's it's it takes too long. You got jammed up, right? You shouldn't mm-hmm. you're giving them your chest right here, getting jammed up. You're not off of it. That's that, dude. You got to win there quick. You got to be decisive, um, because you might be getting the ball right. This is not time to like this the red zone. You got to win quick. You got to swipe down, get across his face. And you're wide open here because um, Bullock is clearing out, right? And yeah. then also you need also by the the shallowness of this seven cut, it allows number four to play essentially guard both of them. Essentially, yep. it can go, it goes into a man because a defensive back knows the timing of a route, right? When so when Malachi doesn't win very quickly, and it's a longer developing route, and it's so shallow, right? So you're the shake move right there that Billy Kemp is doing is not needed. You need to be getting into him right after five yards. Mm-hmm. That in the you know you need to be going at least at the worst case scenario. You need to be in between the bottom of the end and the top of the end, but you're at the bottom of the end. So you, you, it, the the route, in my opinion, and from my experience, is way too shallow. Now then, you go back to the throw. The throw is way too flat. Yeah. So it doesn't matter, you know, because it it. it might have confused Malachi who was getting the ball because you yeah. like that ball. So when you throw that in cut, you got to throw it to Malachi's body, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want it to be at his hands because then it could tip ball touchdown. So the accuracy of the ball is, I don't know where that's going. And it may be, and I think a little bit because of the, the route was so shallow, mm-hmm. but these are the attention to details that probably Matt rule is talking about where you got to have excellent attention to detail. It's magnified down in the red zone. Um, you know, really for Malachi, really, to be honest with you, you probably could have had a little bit tighter split. Yeah. You know, get closer uh, to get, get closer wait. to Bullock. Yeah. So it's kind of like you'd be trailing him some, mm-hmm. um, you know, so that, that you know, it, now these look, we're, we're sitting up here doing it afterwards. So this is the learning experience that these guys are getting on, on the job training, as you like to call it. Um, and you know, it's unfortunately, you know, it was a turnover in the biggest point of the game after a really good drive and really yeah. good energy by mm-hmm. uh, Purdy. And, you know, there's three minutes and so let's say 30 seconds left. Right. And they get the ball on the 24 yard line. You know, of course, you 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 just you, the worst case scenario, you think you're giving up three points. And so you should, you know, so, you know, the chance at the field goal. You know, the defense still had a chance to stop them. So, you know, also, you know, nobody's oblivious or nobody's above uh, doing better. But that that I, that ball looks like. it. A lot of people are yeah. wondering if it was intentionally thrown to Malachi Coleman. I, I'm not so sure. I think this ball is going to. Yeah, go think, camp. What do you yeah, think? think Who's, who is yeah, Chubba Purdy yeah. throwing to right now? Yeah, I don't know. You guys him. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't really know. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. It's yeah, tough I mean, call. yeah, and it's you know, I mean, look, man, it's because Malachi like said, pulls not... off as if he thinks that the ball is not coming to him. This is a called shot to Billy Kemp in the back corner of the pylon, and, and it is the like you said, yeah, the route doesn't wasn't... even go to the back pylon. Yeah, the execution wasn't there, and that's the yeah. way it is, and that's fine. And I mean, not fine, but that's just that's just where it was at, and it sucks right now because you know I think Nebraska probably. You know, with having turnovers, it probably played good enough to, you know, 
defensively or whatever to chance to give your chance give yourself a chance to have the lead you know or whatever with three yeah. three thirty left so mm-hmm. you know that was one of the many plays you know I mean everybody's gonna look at that one because that is the the last play but there's part, yeah. there's a lot of plays that are winning losing winning or losing plays throughout the game so I think it's just one of the things that these guys are learning about what Matt Rule and those guys have been preaching probably since he got here at the first team meeting mm-hmm. making winning plays don't turn the ball over don't beat yourself they're starting to they're they're seeing it in real life that it's important you know and Mm -hmm. he's made it important but you have to you have to recognize it's important you you get what i'm saying like they 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 got to understand how imperative imperative it is to have the ball to don't to have the turnovers and, and and especially in crucial times so it it you know it sucks because again it's a Second game in a row, probably feel like Nebraska kind of let it slip out of their hands or gonna didn't finish the deal. So I think the biggest thing that you know each player needs to do, and I know they're probably frustrated, is thinking about how can I finish, what can I do during the week to finish, mm-hmm. and and I'm as I'm as, as like I want to finish every meal, right? Yeah, I want to finish every rep in practice, every mental rep, every um, coaching session, meaning. Mm-hmm listen to everything with the intent when I'm in the meeting every rep in the in the weight room I gotta finish because I think having that mentality like every everything you do is fourth and one I'm gonna finish mm-hmm. will help you will help you push through um this lean time and get to that sixth victory and pushing through might come against Madison and uh yeah. that, that that was one thing. Um, you know, one more win, you get that six, that sixth win, you're going to a bowl. That's going to be awesome for the program. It's going to create so much momentum, positive momentum for not only coaching staff, but on the recruiting trail too, with the players yeah. who are coming back next season, it's just going to be awesome if they can go, but it's going to be a tough, tough deal. Um, under the lights in Madison, 6 30 PM central time kickoff. Um, you know, after a four to one start, uh, Wisconsin has lost four of its last five games, including three in a row. Um, they just lost 24 to 10 to Northwestern in, uh, in Madison. So that was kind of weird. And then after the game, the weirdness even kind of got worse. Uh, players were talking about other players buying, uh, Luke fickle, um, all that stuff. It just interesting times in Madison right now. Um, but Jay, obviously, uh, Tanner Mordecai, the starting quarterback, he came back. It was his first game back uh, after breaking his hand and he threw for over 250 yards, I think. Um, no touchdowns right. though. Um, but what are your early impressions of this Nebraska Wisconsin game? Real quick, because we're up against time here. It's gonna be a tough game. I mean, anytime yep. you go on the road, um, at night in Camp Randall, you know, mm-hmm. it's gonna be the energy in there. Um, the good thing about it is if you go up there with the right mentality and control the crowd by your play, yeah, it, it turns into actually an easier game because they are ripe for the picking to beat them up at home. So yes. as much as it, they'll be hype at the beginning of the game, it won't be, it's not the same energy as if they know what, what they're mm-hmm. going to expect from their Wisconsin team. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, Nebraska just needs to do well against the pass. And if Braylon Allen plays, you got to, you know, bow up against him. Um, and then offensively, I think you just got to, obviously the health probably of the quarterback position is going to be, you know, the forefront. And, like I said, we got to block the same way. We got to go on the road and block block the same way we did conventional run game. Yes, and then make the decision to be decisive in the very, very minute details, man. When mm-hmm. you're playing the position, you just got to play out. Don't overthink it. Just go play football. 
hit the open guy and just keep the change moving. Because I think if they go up there and consistently get a drive or two, especially early in the game, where they're just, you know, taking what the defense gives you, you know, on time running game, quarterback run game, whatever it is, you can take the air and in, in the in the momentum out of out of that uh, Wisconsin Stadium and that team very quickly. So, um, you know, it's definitely a winnable game. Don't I mean we're not playing like Monty Ball, JJ White, and, and uh, Russell Wilson and all those guys up there. So, and it's not taking anything away from it. we got to go up there and play. And uh, it's not going to be easy, but not, we already knew that before the, you know the season started. So. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's just the way it is. We got to go play football. We got to make more football winning plays than them um, and then come back with the victory. And and uh, as easy as it sounds right now, as I'm saying, it's going to be a hard deal. But I think it'd be well earned when they go up there and get it done. And we'll be right here to break it all down when they fly home with a win or a loss. We will find out. So for Jay Foreman, I am Steve Mark, And that was another edition of Black Shirt Breakdown Maryland style. We will catch you all later.